Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have certainly had our share of winter driving conditions uh, here in the upper Midwest. We have had uh, a lot of major snow events Tip of the cap once again to all the MnDOT crews, county crews, city crews, uh, getting uh, the, the streets and the roads uh, cleaned up and keeping them as safe as possible. And we're going to talk about winter driving conditions, the rules of the road, with Mike Hansen. He is the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. Mike, good to visit with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Steve, and thanks for having me on again. I look forward to our conversation this afternoon. Yeah, always good to visit. Michael, join us for the next 20 minutes or so. By the way, if you have a question about the rules of the road uh, for Mike, uh, by all means, feel free to get in touch on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. That is good for a call or a text. Mike, I talked about uh, the brutal winter weather we've had to deal with. Roads closed in parts of the state uh, with that uh, snow event leading up to Christmas. Uh, We had that big snow event this week. Heavy snows in central and southern Minnesota, very difficult travel conditions. And just the reminders, uh, people who spend any time on the road, speed is a gigantic factor. We talk about it even in the summer months. Uh, I I have a four-wheel drive pickup truck, um, and I just feel like there's some people that are driving way too fast on slippery roads. Yeah, you, you're exactly right, Steve. You know, speed is the one problem that we have on our roads 12 months out of the year. And whether it is the really excessive speeds that we see in the summertime when the roads are clear and dry, uh, or we see in the, the, the slippery season uh, people who are just overdriving the capability of their vehicle and, quite honestly, the, the capability of their own driving skills. And, you know, you make a, a nice point also. You know, four-wheel drive, yes, that helps you get going. And that helps you maintain control to a certain extent. But four-wheel drive does not mean four-wheel stop. Um, You don't have any better ability to stop if you have four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive than you do with a standard front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive vehicle. You have to leave yourself extra room. You have to reduce those speeds and leave yourself that, that space and that time so you can react if something happens. Yeah, it's just crazy. I know we've been talking now for for a long time, and this was really goes back to the start of COVID when nobody was on our roads, 
and I had that long commute from northern Hennepin County down to where I had my full-time job at the time in in southern Hennepin County. Uh, since then, that business has moved to Brooklyn Park, so I have a really short commute to work now, and I'm thankful for that. But the point being is, is it seems to me right around then, at the beginning of COVID, is when speeds on our roads started to jump. And I don't know if the data shows that, but... And I know I'm getting older and getting more cautious in my old age, but I still think people are driving way too fast. What does the data say? The the data reinforces exactly what you just uh, addressed. Um, Really beginning in the early spring of 2020, as as COVID really started to take hold and, and a lot of the changes and the adjustments that we had to make in our daily life, it really emptied out the roads. And as a consequence, you know, I kind of put it this way. COVID came along and brought along his evil twin brother, the bad driver. Um, and we've seen not only in Minnesota, but across the country, a significant uptick in the risky driving behavior that was taking place on our roads. Certainly speed was one of the most prevalent things that we saw and really extreme speeds in many cases. But we also saw an uptick in, in the number of people who were not using seatbelts. Um, we also saw an, an uptick in the amount of aggressive driving that was taking place out there um, and some of the impaired driving issues that we were dealing with. And, you know, distraction is still a big factor that we have to deal with in spite of some of the progress that we've made in the last few years. So you're exactly right. The statistics and the data do clearly show that we have more risky driving behaviors taking place on our roads right now. Matt, and uh, there's always uh enhanced enforcement efforts when a, whether it comes to crackdown on speeding or impaired driving or distracted driving there's regular programs uh, you're a former state trooper the state patrol uh, local law enforcement also gets involved in these efforts and w- what's crazy about all of this is motor vehicles themselves have more safety technology than ever do you, do you think in some way, shape, or form that's creating a false sense of security for drivers? I, I really do. I think it, it does. Cars are so easy to drive um, these days. You know, Steve, you and I, uh, again, will age ourselves a little bit, but we grew up in the generation where, um, you know, power brakes and power steering, um, that was really great, but those were a lot of optional equipment. Um, and you, you really had to kind of work to drive your vehicle for the most part. Cars today are wonderful uh, with all of the advanced driver assist systems that are built into that. But here's the key point that I want to make. If your vehicle has those advanced driver assist systems, whether it's adaptive cruise control, lane keeping, whatever the the features happen to be, you have to know how those things work, how to interact with them, and and most importantly, um, what not to do with them. And that is not become overly reliant on them. Um, We are a decade away from having truly autonomous vehicles where you can hop in some type of a conveyance and it takes you from point A to point B with no human interaction. We're a long way from that. Every driver assist system out there has the caveat that the driver must remain actively engaged with the driving task at all times. And it's a great point. Our automotive engineers have done an absolutely fabulous job mitigating the damage uh, that can occur in, in even some moderate to higher speed crashes, 55, 60, 70 miles an hour. But 
the law of physics do not change. And there's only so much energy that can be dissipated in a crush zone or something like that on a vehicle. And there's only so much injury and energy that a human body can absorb before things start to break. Yeah. Uh, all great points. Speed, a huge factor year-round on our roadways. Uh, one of the other things uh, we see around the holidays is uh, people go to parties, uh, people are at family get-togethers, etc. Uh, wh- what did we learn from this last holiday season? Uh, wh- is it too early to, to go through the statistics and understand uh, what what this holiday driving season was like? Well, it's I, what I can look at is our enforcement numbers um, because we do have some pretty solid data from that. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, the, the officer traffic safety, we've obviously partnered. The State Patrol is a huge partner of ours. But we also work with over 300 law enforcement agencies across the state. And what I can tell you is, you know, the enhanced impaired driving efforts that we've had going since really the Wednesday before Thanksgiving Um the unfortunate news is we have a lot of work to do when it comes to uh, eliminating impaired driving from our roadways. As I look at our final year-end numbers, the number of impaired driving arrests across the state are about 1,500 higher than they were last year. And so um, we still have a lot, way too many people making bad decisions when they get behind the wheel when they shouldn't whether it's alcohol, whether it's the newly legalized cannabis cannabis substances, whether it's a prescription drug that you may not be familiar with, you may just be starting, or some of the illegal substances that are out there. We just, we're seeing a huge uptick in the number of drug-impaired offenses that are taking place out there. And uh, the, there's a potential for uh, uh, marijuana being legalized uh, for recreational use here in the state of Minnesota, and I'm sure that will have an impact uh, certainly on law enforcement and uh, what they deal with on our roadways. When we come back, uh, we'll we'll go to the text line, if need be the phone line, the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. We'll open it up. Uh, Questions, rules of the road, et cetera, for Mike Hansen, uh, the director of office, or the Director of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety joining us here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Mike Hansen is here, and he is the Director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And from our Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, uh, This is a good one, and I'm wondering how this goes. Because I mentioned right at the top we had that terrible weather right before the Christmas holiday around the state. Uh, A lot of state highways. uh, I-90 was closed in southern Minnesota. Uh, Who who makes that decision to shut the roads down? Well, what I can – it's generally the road authority working with – their law enforcement and first responder partners, Steve, that will make that decision. So um, for the, the interstates and the, the U.S. and state highways, that would be the MnDOT district engineer uh, working in close uh, cooperation with the state patrol district captains. And they will make that ultimate decision. You know, when it is unsafe for their crews to be out there maintaining the roadway, 
that's that's when that closure is going to occur. Same thing with the you know the the local the county roads and township roads and city streets. Um, that's a decision that will be made by the local county engineer or city engineer working with their law enforcement and emergency response partners. And um, of course, uh, I, I've made a lot of trips between the cities and Sioux Falls over the years. My wife's family is from Sioux Falls, and when we lived there, we'd visit my family in the cities. Now we live up here, and we make the trip down there uh, to visit family, particularly around the holidays. And those open areas are no joke. So if those roads are closed, uh, abide by that because it is any anybody who's traveled uh, with any regularity out of the cities, particularly in southern and southwestern Minnesota, uh, visibility can go from okay to zero in an instant. You're exactly right. Um, you know, I had a couple of my stations in my uh, previous career in that part of the state and then up in the northwestern part of the state. And when that wind blows and there's nothing to stop it, um, especially when you get into those low light conditions, but even in broad daylight, if you have enough wind and enough snow to blow around, I can remember many a day where you couldn't see your hood ornament and really the only way you could no- negotiate getting anywhere was by feel or by looking out your window and trying to follow uh, the center line uh, as you went down the roadway very, very slowly. So, again, just to reinforce the message, you know, that decision to close a roadway is never made lightly, and it's never an easy one because it does have significant impacts uh, for people who need to transport themselves or goods or services. Uh, but when that decision is made to close those roads, it is for a safety reason, and you are putting yourself and many others in danger that may have to come out and fish you out of that snowbank. Yeah, uh, very dangerous conditions. We've had certainly a lot of those already this winter here in this part of the world. Um, this is gets back to speed, and we have talked about this before, uh, proceeding with the flow of traffic versus going the speed limit, left lane versus right lane. Uh, the, the speed limit is the speed limit, but, but generally getting out of the way of people who want to go quicker is the safest way to go forward that at being out in that left lane, hey, I'm going the speed limit, isn't ideal. Um, yes, I'll put a caveat there. Um, you know, I'll share you something that my grandmother would share with us, and it's the old saying, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Um, and, yes, the posted speed limit is the posted speed limit. Um, there are... <clears throat> courtesies that that go along with driving and and the left lane should primarily be used for passing when you're overtaking traffic that may be going slower than the pace that that you want to be traveling at so it's it's never advised and um, we always encourage people not to camp out in that left lane and to let the you know the the faster flow pass by you drive at the speed that you're comfortable drive at the speed limit or drive according to the existing conditions Remember, that speed limit is designed for ideal conditions, not what we're dealing with now and not what we have for the next three months. Mike Hansen joining us from the Office of Traffic Safety. He is the director, a longtime uh, state trooper, and has been in that job for a number of years now as a director of the Office of Traffic Safety. Um, here is another one that has come up in our chats over the years, and that is if you're traveling down the interstate or traveling down the highway and someone blows by you and they are obviously 
uh, weaving or driving a hundred miles an hour is is a motorist in in a point where they should call nine one one. And here's, the, you know, as I've said in the past, even this is a really good question and a really good topic because some people are still reluctant maybe to call that in. Um, and, yes, our dispatchers are all busy across the state and officers, troopers and deputies. You know, they're not always going to be in the exact right place at the exact right time. But if somebody sees driving conduct and driver behavior that really um, you feel is going to likely result in injury or something worse than that, uh, or result in a crash, obviously, that type of dangerous conduct does need to be reported. Now, it doesn't mean that law enforcement is going to be able to act on every one of those complaints, but as often as not, uh, you know, there is somebody that can respond to that and can take action. So if it's a legitimate uh, posing a danger and a public safety threat, there is the exception in the, the hands-free cell phone law to call 911. Be prepared to tell uh, what road you're on, what direction you're going, as much of a description as you can give about the uh, offending vehicle and any of the other information that the dispatcher is going to ask. And, Mike, there are instances, and, I, yeah, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting more and more sensitive where it's like, that person is driving like an absolute lunatic. And I see it more and more and more, and I'm sure you get that report. And and I can't imagine, uh, you know, the briefings and, and the information you get from troopers or deputies or, or local law enforcement on some of the driving behavior. But it, 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 it continues to go in the wrong direction, in my opinion. Well, I think you're right. Um, you know, while our, our, our crash stats, uh, you know, they showed some positivity, you know, preliminarily for last year, um, it looks like we're, we're going to realize a 9 or a 10% reduction in the number of fatalities that took place on our roads. That's good news. Um, well, I can't even call it that. I, I'm going to say that's positive. Um, but we're still going to see 440 plus or minus deaths that take place that are all completely preventable. And that the respect for the rules of the road and the courtesy that, that our transportation system relies on in order to operate safely, you're, you're right. Um, we've lost something along the way here, and we need to find a way to get that back. <clears throat> Driving is a cooperative event, as I've said before. It's not a competition, and that, that roadway is not somebody's personal playground. We all have to share that, and we all have to abide by the rules of the road so we can all share it safely. Well, Mike, always good to visit with you, and uh, good topic, and and I think important reminders out there. Uh, like I say, I've had I've had some close calls, and it, it's just no fooling around. In an instant, it can turn into a tragedy, and in your career as a trooper, you you know that as well as anyone. Uh, you're very right, and you know just uh, everybody needs to slow down, drive according to conditions. Always put the seatbelt on. Never drive impaired, no matter what the influencing substances, and always give that driving task your full attention. If we can do that, we can have a lot safer year than we've had in the past. All right, there he is, Mike Hansen, uh, the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. Mike, take care, and once again, happy New Year. And Happy New Year, and thanks again, Steve. I always enjoy your visits. All right. Very good. Uh, we'll, we'll do it again, uh, hopefully soon, with, with Mike.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.